0: Actually about reading Diana Palmer's book, Wyoming Bold, Chapter 5. Marissa met Tank at the front door. He got out of the ranch truck with another man, a tall blonde man, with one eye and an eye patch. But he already fixed the wire, She began. Tank put his finger to his lips. He looked at the other man and nodded. The man with one eye, grinning at Marissa, and went faster and said, don't say a word. Come with us and show Brooke what the man worked on. She went back. It was the man who's after you, it? I knew there was something wrong about him and I didn't really even realize. She was heart sick and cheering her arms and up. It's all right, he said. It's all right. Don't worry about it. We'll make everything all right. Come on, honey. He held her hand and led her back into the house. Clara was standing in the hall with Rick already. Marissa led the man through the house, pointing out everywhere her visitor had been. For a long time, Rick used some old equipment instrument to pinpoint every small, unnoticeable change. It moved several components, even one from Marissa's own computer tower, a flash drive she hadn't even noticed, hidden in the back of the computer in place she never used. Finally, Rick loaded all the bugs into a small bag and carried them out of the bed. The pickup truck he came back inside her Hey! He was efficient. He moved, but well, the work was just a little sloppy. I suppose your man. might show up sooner than he expected. He told me. Good thing he didn't. There might have been trouble. Just yes, what well, I was thinking. at him. He's my everything is fine. He told her when he saw her. Most people wouldn't have suspected him of foul play. He seems to be quite good at disguises. He was polite and he had nice manners, Marissa said heavily sat down at her. I didn't even realize it. Hold it, Rook said. The instrument in his hand and was flashing. He motioned Marissa out of her chair. He got down on one knee, looking under the desk, and then extracted a small device. Hi, pal, Rook said in tears. Sorry about the earache, mate. And he smashed the device with a sheer Miss Missed that one. You have a hell of an earache, I hope. Marissa ground her teeth together. She wasn't used to espionage of any kind, and it disturbed her. The man had rung alarm bells in her head, but she hadn't felt that initiative, something that told her the whole situation was wrong. That was unusual, but then her gift was sporadic, which was why it was so difficult for scientists to accept the validity of such unusual abilities. I should have seen it, though. (laughs) You're not invaluable, said Molly. I don't mind, it makes you're more like the rest of us. We make mistakes, too. Seen what? Ruth <laughs> asked. Thank God. She sees things. She knows things before they happen. He said Oh, yes. wasn't weirded out. Just more. I have this old chap who works for me. Or my place in South Africa. He has a gift like that. I learned long ago to lesson when he made walnuts. <laughs> Marissa was fascinated. You don't think I curdled milk than he Brucella? <laughs> Not at all. I'd rather use... I'm rather used to psychic phenomena. Africa is a place of the supernatural, you know. We're surrounded by it. Many of the native peoples still cling to old beliefs and ancient ways. They're wiser than we are. We think we own the world; they know we don't. That they are forces far more powerful than our modern devices. <laughs> she was fascinated. I've always loved reading about Africa. There are webcams all over that you can plug in into watch wildlife in real time. He you nodded. Know it's very nice for people who can't go there. She had her eyes, so to took a mirror. And there's always YouTube. She added, "I've been to all sorts of mysterious places through the eyes of professional video cameras." Why would he plant bugs here, Tank? I said, "Root Because he knows you have an interest here, Tank. Little oh, sick to his stomach. It looked clearer and on Marissa, recalling the anguish they'd been through at the hands of Marissa's brutal final father. Now he was putting them in danger just by being close to them. Marissa walked up to him and looked up into his eyes. Something's happen because it's part of a plan, one we don't know about, can't know about. Life is a test, life is lessons. People come into our lives at certain times for certain reasons. Predestination, Brooks, he started said. Well, sort of, she thought that of, I mean, the future isn't set in stone. I think it can be changed by decisions we make, but I think there's some overall plan for our lives. We all we call it God, she said nodding to her Other people call it a fate or luck or chance, but I do believe in it. So do I. Take McLean looked deeply into her eyes for so long that she flushed a little. Did you say anything in here that you would have minded him hearing? Luke interrupted looking from one moment to Nothing at all, Clara. Just general conversation. Marissa nodded. She didn't want to remind Claire that they'd been talking about her father. But that wasn't while that wasn't what the shadowy eavesdropper dropper was interested in. He wanted to know about Tank, about his movements, where he was, what he was doing. He was planning the tragedy for Tank, not for Marissa and Clara. So she kept her silent. We better go, Rook said. Tank nodded. He touched Marissa's shape with his don't worry, everything's back to the way it was. They did a pretty good job on the wiring considerably, <laughs> Brooke told her. If he hadn't added the bugs at the same time, I'd call it perfect. He wasn't expecting the surveillance expert to check his work, I imagine. Take said though you. Oh, Greg's going to mend your squirrel and truck him up north to release him. He added his mind. The little guy's going to be fine. Thank goodness. Yes, <laughs> I think I did no saving snakes. <laughs> he put up all this. Hold on. It's winter. No snakes to save. Good boy. He followed down the steps and into the truck. He waited as he Saving snakes? <laughs> okay. There's a story in the app. Let me tell you about it. He did all the way home. Rick almost fell out of the truck laughing. Marissa worried about the conversation she and her mother's mother had had. The one I had about her father. She knew the criminals were going to be connected. That- concerned with her, but it disturbed her that they mentioned her father's employer and his location. You don't surely think they'll call in for some reason? Marissa wondered aloud, having explained her mother. Uh, sweetheart. Why would they? Clara asked her They don't have any crow with us. They wired our house. See the information about Dalton? Clara said sadly. I'm sorry about that. But it doesn't put us on the firing line. They're just desperate for any tidbits on his movements. It doesn't concern us. I suppose you're right. Marissa play. "'Of course I am. "'Wanna watch the news with me?' She asked, "'Yes,' Marissa said, "'I think I'll work for a little while.'" She smiled, "'Good idea. "'Take your mind off things. "'Just what I was thinking.'" She went into her small office and sat down at the desk. Tank was watching the news when the doorbell rang. He was alone at the house. The wives had returned home, and they had all flown to Denver for a cattle show. It had been planned for a while, but it was a good thing under the circumstances. Tank had worried about having family members in the way in case the rogue agent made a move. Christmas was a few days in the future, but he didn't mind being by himself. Rick was around, and so were plenty of cowboys. It wasn't as if he was alone. Now that the snowfall had stopped, there was a window that allowed him out of town, at least temporarily. Maybe he opened the door to two gentlemen wearing dark suits. One was slender and all skinned with long black hair and a ponytail. The other was blonde with dark eyes. Both were unsmiling. Treasure eyebrows didn't look great. We haven't seen any flying saucers. They both sat laughing at the men in black assumption. can I help you? We're, we're here to see Dalton Kirk. Is he in? The dark-haired one asked politely. Yes, come on. Come on out of the cold. Dalton hearing voices came in the hall. He frowned. Were there more of the bogus fancy companies? I'm John Blackhawk, senior FBI agent from San Antonio, Texas. Our cared one said politely, This, he indicated its companion, is Garen Greyer. He's SAC, SAC at my office. They both produced credentials for his inspection. They're in the back. SAC, don't ask for it. Senior agent in charge, Garen replied. He smiled, looked as if he didn't do an offer. We heard about your visitor. We'd like to talk to you. We're friends with Sheriff Haines Carson from Jacobs County. He's involved in the case we're working. Come in and have a seat, Dalton said, leading them into the living room. Turn up the say, maybe. Can you bring coffee, please? Certainly, I'll be right up, she said politely. Two men sat down on the sofa, facing Dalton in his easy chair. We've done some checking. I know this is an unpleasant memory for you to revisit, but we need to speak to you about what happened when you worked for the Border, border Patrol in Arizona. Dalton took a breath and managed to face him. Not a subject I revisit often, he agreed. But I can tell you what I remember. Please, Darren. There was a man I've forgotten until a few a friend of mine. He didn't name Marissa or the circumstances under which he knew about the men, brought it up. there was a DEA agent who came to me about a possible incursion in my territory. He said a shipment of narcotics was being brought across by men in fair military uniforms and he needed assistance to stop them. His eyes narrowed with him. It was in an unmarked car. I was in my patrol vehicle. I followed him to the site. It was dark, but there was a full moon so I could see the movement. I got out my vehicle, and when I saw the perpetrators, I realized that I needed backup. But when I went to call it in, he stopped me. He said that he had other agents in place. I just needed to go in with him to support them. He said there were other agents there. Yes. I had no reason to distrust him. He had proper ID. I always checked. He had it. Checked. That is, anyway. I pulled my service weapon, and we went inside of the suspect. He called out first. that we were federal agents for them to stand down and put their arms on the ground. The rest had still been hazy. I was shot, but not by the suspect. The shot seemed to come from behind me. He hit my lung. I went down. I remember looking up at this flashy Hispanic man. He had a gold-plated automatic aimed at me, and he was smiling. He said that it was stupid to tangle with a cartel the size of his, and that I wouldn't have the chance to do it again. I remember it felt like being hit by a fist several times. I lost consciousness and came to him in the hospital. How did you get there? Tank managed smile. That if there was a foul on his throat. I remember this. Of all things, I honestly believe he was one of the mules who called an ambulance. He slid back when the other men were driving away. The other man, I vaguely remember, was cursing because he called for help. They argued. I passed out before they left. I talked to the dispatch when I got out of the hospital. The 911 operator said the Hispanic man actually apologized and said that if he could have stopped it, he would have. He said that he and his family would pray for me, he sees it. They must have because the doctor said they'd never seen a man of my condition live to tell about it. Black Hawk wins. I know about gunshot wounds. <laughs> my brother works for us and for the CIA. Over the years, he was shot at least twice on one wound. It was life-threatening. It was rough on family as well as on him. My brother's almost went crazy. Take recall quietly, like, "No to die. I didn't deal with it well. He shrugged the manager. I was still not dealing with it at all that well. He shrugged I was in the hospital for weeks. Grier's dark eyes were. These people think of their adversaries as insects. They don't mind killing anyone, women, children. It's all the same to them. The only thing they care about is the money. Tank laughed. I noticed the guy had a gold plated automatic for God's sake. The Chervains tell you how he and his new wife escaped the kidnappers. Black on asked with a smile as He did tell me some things about it, but not all the details. Tinker, Black. Two visitor changes. One of the kidnappers on the house where they were kept in an outhouse with, get this, a gold-plated, jeweled encrusted toolpaper paper holder. She used it to cut through their mouths. I don't believe it. Neither did they, Grasherk said. All that I've hurt everything. I used to work for a hostage rescue team, he yeah, added. I do know about hostage-taking in many cases. The victims are dead in the first 24 hours. Haynes and his wife were very lucky. Which brings us to you in the purpose of our visit, Blackhawk added. Haynes Carson arrested a major player in the cartel, which was founded by the late, the late great drug dealer called El Dorando. The guy was carrying gold-plated hardware. Thing is, Haynes Carson was in the company of a supposed DEA agent. When people started asking questions about the man, started digging into his identity, things popped. A bogus secretary got a job with Carson's office and managed to get her hands on the computer. She erased evidence of the man's presence at the arrest. When they hired an outside consultant to try to recover the evidence from the hard drive, he was killed. This sounds big. Take it quietly. It is big, right? Obviously, somebody doesn't want the agent identified. We want to know why. Especially since it seems he's been feeding the information to the major drug cartels for several years as a rogue DEA agent. Blackhawk and greed. If you can remember anything, you need to tell us, Grass, We have reason to believe there may be a connection between the rogue agent and a po- politician who's running for office. Tink stared at them frowning. He heard all this, but he didn't have an answer. What does that have to do with the cartel? One of them seems to be feeding money to his campaign hoping for better access across the border with his election. That oxy It's an ugly business and we also have reason to believe that the rogue Asian has a background in assassination. That just gets better and better takes head shaking his We what can you tell us, Crasson? For one thing your rogue van poses as a surveillance firm in Steller and bugged my damn house. Takes it grimly. No worries. No worries. came a good-natured voice from the door. I'll them. The chap's good, but he leaves a lot of nasty hand footprints. Like a rook. What the hell are you doing here? Work hate. Rook said with a grant. You boys are a long way from home. You know, Rook. Thank us, Yes, they said it needed a sin and not on a happy turn. Now, now, chuggle. I don't sit on your step on your toes. At least, not much. It's over. This chap is quite good. He's efficient, and he has all the aspects of a chameleon. If he has a background in assassination, Cypog says a man working for him, who might know something about him. Carson. The sheriff? <laughs> I can't see Not the same Carson. This one is okay. We have a mutual cousin. He's Native American. They that. You know, damn good at his job. He was employed by the government at one point, but he didn't fit com- comfortably in a conventional unit, so they transferred him to spec ops. He worked with us on one job. A scary fellow. Bad attitude. <laughs> Most snipers occasionally. This guy never. <sighs> we'll talk to him when we get back home, Black Hawk said he cocked his head around. I thought you were bogged down in that job in South Africa. I made enemies look such short and dismal. I hate damn politicians. They're, they're arming eight-year-old kids and sending them out with automatic weapons to type up to care what they shoot. run for public office and put a stop to a grass of jazz. made a sound even if Not in that country. All I want for Christmas is to see the rebel leader hung by his trails. Bloodthirsty. <laughs> now, if you said if you saw what well, he did to a village near the capital, <laughs> how do you know Kirk here? Yeah, I asked. I was on a special assignment back in the day. One tank was—I was on a special assignment back in the day. One tank was serving in Iraq. Tank. I killed one. They <laughs> stuck me with the nickname, and I've had it ever since. I came out of the army and landed a job with the border patrol. He looked at you. I never want to hear I never want to wear a badge again. Well, the job does have a few drawbacks. Black Hawk said finally and smilingly, Our wives forget what we look like from time to time. You're married? <laughs> You're married? Driver <laughs> I think. You married? Drivers No yet. Haven't really thought about it much. He was thinking about it now, but he wasn't gonna share those very personal thoughts with his guests. Can you describe the man who led you into the ambush with a drug cartel? Yes, he was a tall blonde with black hair. He was a tall blonde man with black hair, short, had a British accent, and Texas draw, and red hair, and spoke with a Massachusetts accent. He read it all tongue cheek they were. Same suit, different face, hair color, complexion, and accent, King told him. The guy who came out here to install surveillance games was the same eye, but everything else was different. He's a chameleon. I'm beginning to realize that Black like, The description we're getting of him are just the same. His height seems to be the only consistency. No, looking up, shoving his hands into the pockets of his cake. That's another. He's a master of disguises. Even if it field of spies, so that talent would stand out enough to be conspicuous. That's your key. That's where you start looking. And Carson would be your best bet to find a trail. Not dimension. The politician who's lining up to go to bed with the drug cartel sinking. Might not be a bad idea to put a nail on him. Like Not a bad idea. Which is why we've already done it, Craig <laughs> said. Well, the meeting. Is he why I'm not in law enforcement anymore? What bothers me is why he's after him, Rook said, indicating. You can't really identify the man. If he could, the would be assassin would have no trouble just killing him outright, he hesitated. And if he was here on your place, why not you shit you down in your own front yard? Take standing. There were witnesses when it was there's several cowboys working in around the house and our men go armed and in winter wolves. <laughs> it's illegal to shoot a wolf. Black oxygen. Yes it is, but if a rabbit one goes for my throat, it's shoot I'm shooting him and then charges be damn tank rooflap <laughs> perfect. Well the choke. He bugged the phone at the baker's home too. Who out of tank. Baker's dressing. She's a friend of mine, Tick said, with rather special skills. Rook said, take gave him an irritating line. What sort skills, Black Hawk has? Tick Tell him, Rook said, family. Thanks, God. She's a psychic. I don't mean like those people on television who charge money to tell you things you want to hear. She's the real thing. She came over here in a blizzard. She warned me that a man was going to try to kill me because of something I didn't remember. She described the shooting in every detail. She didn't even know me when it happened. If she sure as hell wasn't there, yet it firmly shook Spooked me, I can tell you. She told our foreman, Darby Haynes, to take someone with him when he went to cut a tree that had fallen out on the fence line. He didn't want to, but I made him. He a Tree fell on him and he became stuck. He would have died if he hadn't taken a hand along. Black I did Ah, uh, we have people in our community in Oklahoma, with that gift—science wouldn't believe it exists. But it does. Yeah, I was in work. She might have saved your life, and put yourself on the firing line, Grier. If he's after her, if he's after you, and he knows about her gift, she may be in danger as well. I'm taking care of that. So nobody's hurt her. I promise you. Grier's eyes on her. I still don't understand why he's after you. He's after me. Sure, you might be able to describe his height remember something about the way he looked, walked, or stood, but he's paranoid about getting rid of anyone with any sort of memory about him. He had a computer expert killed in Texas, trying to recover an image of a hard drive from Sheriff Carson's office. He's gone to great expense, trying to bug your house. If not, doesn't make sense. What did your friend say again about the reason? Black Hawk thought he said he was after me because of something I didn't. Remember Your iron glances. Perhaps a hypnotist is? black Blackcock I was thinking the same thing. Oh, excuse me. We've done it out of desperation to design material murder cases. Sometimes you see things we don't remember them, like a license plate number or an identified mark. Little things so big cases. Blackcock said. We'd be willing to do it if we could get someone up here. Certainly thing but I'd already promised Sheriff Carson I'd fly down there to talk to him in person. We would set it up at his office, Carson. In fact, I know a hypnotist in San Antonio who worked for this before on Cases. <laughs> Let me wait until my brothers get back from the conference in Denver. I can't leave the ranch with no one in charge here. What he really meant was that he couldn't leave Marissa. The stalker had been in her house. God knew what he might do if she was alone. Without Tank's t- protection, Mallory and Cade would make sure nothing happened to her or Clara in his absence. Not a problem, Grash. I think you can make it before Christmas. Yes, I'll make my arrangements and get in touch with you when I'm coming, to That's the deal. They finished the coffee, complimented Maeve on its strong perfection, shook hands with thinking laughed. There's something going on that I should know about, Maeve wanted to know, A lot, probably, but we don't keep secrets from you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They want me to see a hypnotist. They think I might remember something about the man who shot me. Nathan. That might not be a good thing, boss. You remember too much as the <laughs> teeth. I was thinking the same thing, he smiled. I'm going to get some paperwork going on in the office. I've cleaned up the kitchen, then I may go watch television before it's time to make supper. You and your soap opera, She <laughs> three-year-old. Get in order to find one to watch. They're canceling so many of them. She said, I miss the old days and the old soap, she said. These new ones are heavy on intimate stuff on spiral Relationship. Sort of like the movies he's done you know, Hollywood producers. They never seemed to notice what keeps drawing people back to movies, like the sound of music in the day The Earth Stood Still and Bonheur. It's because they were powerful stories about people when you could take your children to see them, except for cartoon movies. What sort of films can you take children to see these days? I love Star Wars. <laughs> yes. Well, there are rumors that they're going to make the new ones more adult-friendly. Maybe <laughs> I can see where that's headed if it's not just rumors. I guess Star Wars will just be for grown-ups now. <laughs> Damn. They will never do that. Imagine having to give up all that merchandising for kids. Uh, I hope you're right. <laughs> she threw up her hands and went back to the kitchen, muttering about the world in general and modern movies in particular. End of chapter 5.